Gather round. This is the Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln. Coming at you live from the Copples Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Jake Bakovin and Nathan Brennan. A very good Tuesday afternoon to all of you. You're listening to the Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. My name is Nathan Brennan, not Jake Bakovin. He's still in California enjoying the University of Southern California. Probably uh, starting a petition to have Reggie Bush uh, get his Heisman Trophy back. So, Box a big uh, um, Reggie Bush guy. Is he really? He's, he's a, a big, big Reggie Bush. Big, big proponent. He's a big Reggie Bush guy. He's a big SEC guy. Box a weird dude. Give um, us college football the way it used to be. Yeah, so it, we, we don't really even have to bring up. Again, Nathan Brennan checking in. Nick Sainert hopping in in place of Bach. How you doing, man? Good. I, I was a little thrown off by the the, the <laughs> good, that thing. But it was good. I, we need energy. Well, I, at first, I was like, wow, this will be a pretty good idea. But then I started to forget what day it was. Because I was about to say Wednesday. Because my, my week's been thrown all off, starting last week and True. this week. True. So I was about to say Wednesday. Like, eh, that's not right. So then I just kind of stretched it out a little bit longer, kept it going. Uh, but go ahead and text us, 402-464-5685. I want to know what's on your mind today. Uh, a, a, a lot going on, kind of Husker-related. I know people are still a little bit upset about the Casey Rogers situation, O'Shawn Mathis making a 25-minute documentary about himself. So that's always fun. <laughs> 12 minutes. Then we have... 12 um, minutes, Nate. Now, yeah, 12. Well, I don't even know. I, I heard Nicole yesterday. She was given specific we were, exact yes, numbers. Yes. I think what it came down to was 12... No. It was 12, 12 minutes. 1247? 1247. 1247. So if you if you watched it, I want to hear about it. 402-464-5685. But we're going to start out in basketball. I thought we were going to go at least a few months without having to worry about that, but... It looks like as of last night, breaking Aurora, Nebraska native Baylor Shireman played for South Dakota State Jackrabbits. He has now entered the transfer portal. And a lot of reports are coming out saying that he's the most lucrative non Power Five transfer in quite some time. Yeah. So. You're from Nebraska, Nick. You're around the same age as him, so I want to know your thoughts. Is it is this a realistic expectation? Not even I feel like expectation isn't the right word. Is it realistic to think that someone of his stature at this point in time would actually come to Nebraska? Well, I do think there's pull. Let's first talk about the reasons maybe why he would come. All right, just a list a couple. Hometown school, which would be the the lesser of the two programs at, in the state of Nebraska. Because um, if you have not seen the way too early pools, Creighton is getting national championship discussions, is in national championship discussions. That might maybe be a, a stretch, little bit extreme. Maybe a stretch. Let's... They're a top 10 program in the preseason polls, though. Whoever made that is drunk. So, so either way, they need to be drug tested okay. immediately. Can, because can, that is then, a little bit out of control. Let's, let's go ahead and back it up. The, the idea still range true. A top 25 program. I'll give you that. Okay, the, I'll give the, you that. The, we'll step back. It still it still rolls. Okay, so it still counts for good. All right, so there's that, but it's Nebraska. Okay, Fred Hoiberg, it, 
does still have pull. We found that out. We, we find that out every single year with Transfer Portal, with the way that other coaches talk about him, with the way that, that other college coach head coaches talk about him. Um, he still has respect around the, the country. So there's that as well. Friends with Sam Griesel. All right, there's there's that there's pull with that um, as well. NIL opportunity. Let's go ahead and throw that one in there. Yeah, it's there. Let, let, I'll give you if, that. If a guy and Matt says this on the text line, he has offers to Duke, UNC, and Kentucky. He's not coming to Nebraska. LOL. Imagine NIL wise. Now that we're jumping already to where why why he wouldn't come, but if he <laughs> does come, think about the NIL opportunities for a guy that did have offers to Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. And think about it if, here I am going kind of crazy again, if Nebraska finds success on the hardwood, and, and any relative success as in 16 wins and a, in, and a... Make the NIT. Make the NIT as in maybe a first-round buy in the Big Ten Conference Tournament. That's success for Nebraska football, right? Or Nebraska basketball, excuse me. So there's NIL opportunities there. Now, to Matt's point, why would he not come? Because he's having offers from Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Baylor, Which, Gonzaga, Creighton. I have my oh, I have my places. thoughts about this. Also, Texter's got jokes. Wait a minute, Nathan doesn't think Creighton could be a top ten basketball program, but he thinks Nebraska football will win the West next year. Talk about insane. Hey, listen, Texter, you look at the football power index. They hey, have Nebraska hey, as the they, favorites to win the West. That is, wild. I'm going off of. Look, I listen to the analysts. I listen to the numbers. This is what people tell me. Listen, I'm giving you facts. The FBI is built off of some type of algorithm. Do we know what that algorithm is? No. no. We don't. And do I want to know? Absolutely not, because somehow it will be yes. Nebraska then ends up with a 2% chance to win if we actually dive into the real statistics and numbers behind it. I don't want to know. The football power index tells me that Nebraska is going to win the West. So it's told us I'm that sticking before, to though, it. Nate. It's told us that before. And you know what? This is the year. Okay. This is the year, baby. Good stuff. We're going Good nine wins. We're going to the Big Ten Championship. We're going to get absolutely run out of the stadium by Michigan or Ohio State. That's fine. We're headed in the right we're direction. Because we're going to the Rose Bowl. Because we're going to the when Ohio hey, State goes to the playoffs. Listen, when we go to the Rose Bowl, and be, who would they even play in the Rose Bowl? Utah. Nah, Utah might make the playoff. That, that'll that no be my bold way. prediction. Utah no makes the playoff way. this year. Book it. No. What is today? April 26th at 3:11. Bach will agree with me. Bach loves Utah. I, I love Bach loves I, the, DP. Will agree with me too. I, I love Utah as well. I really enjoy watching Utah. The Utah Ohio State game was a great game to watch last year, but I, I don't see a Pac-12 team making the playoff. Maybe um, they need uh, expansion. <laughs> Eric says they say that every year, so idiots like you will click on it. Listen, bingo. Listen, there was an algorithm. Hey, there is an algorithm, and there is a path. There is a path. There's an algorithm. <laughs> I've watched Mark Whipple coach. Quite a bit of football games in the ACC, and I'm telling you right now, Kenny Pickett is not a first-round talent. Have you seen? You know who made him a first-round talent? Mark Whipple. You, All right. You need to, if you're going to say the the slogan, on a path, have you seen the podcast between Dr. Fauci and Marshawn Lynch? I have not. Okay. Then They have a podcast together? I, they, they did a podcast together. Oh, I think wow. Dr. Fauci was amazing. on Marshawn Lynch's podcast. Um I think that's the way it went. It's the greatest I don't, combination I don't, I've ever I don't heard think Dr. Fa- Dr. Fauci had a podcast, but... Basically, what it was was uh, the boy, boy, the kid, and then Marshawn's like, Dr. Fauci-Zy. And he's like, did you understand anything I just said? And Dr. Fauci's like, yep, yep, I'm good at that. And Marshawn goes, all right, sounds like we on path. And Dr. Fauci goes, (laughs) yep, we are on a path. All right. So I'm with Dr. Fauci on this one. We're on a path. We're on a path. Um, 
Circling back around. You yeah, guys always end up doing this. We <laughs> Somehow we get stuck on Nebraska football and the fact that I said nine wins. Listen, when it happens, I want everyone to give me a written apology. You can text me, 402-464-5685. That is my personal number. Uh, not actually. That's actually the start of Heyman text line. So go ahead and text us. Whatever's on your mind. Going back to <laughs> – I'm all over the place today. I'm starting to lose a little bit. Did you have your blueberries? <laughs> I did not have my blueberries. <laughs> that's that's why. That's it. That's that's why. I didn't have my, uh, I didn't have my blueberries today. But going back to – to, to Baylor Shireman, this is my thoughts on it. It sounds like Kentucky's making a huge push, and I brought this up to Strick, too. Out of all schools that you could go to as a transfer, Kentucky's probably the last place. I would much rather come to Nebraska than go to Kentucky, legitimately. Why is that? It's just a bunch of five-star freshmen that y- you can have this one-and-done all you want. When's the last time that it worked? Seriously, the one and dones or the, the one. When is the last time Kentucky won a national championship? Look that up well, for it me. It has because, been a long time because it, it's been a long time. It, t- especially in college basketball, more than other sports, I feel like you have to have some type of camaraderie and some type of junior senior on the court to be successful. You can look at Kansas this past season; they got veteran leadership on that team. Kentucky's a bunch of five star freshmen all on the court at once, and it takes them an entire season for it to gel together. And then when you play a St. Peter's in the first round, you get bounced. And if I'm Sharman, if you're looking to win a national championship, if you're looking to go to a team that's ready to win now, I wouldn't go to Kentucky. Kentucky's the last. I'd go to a Duke. I'd go to a UNC. You look at Brady Manick. He went to UNC this past year as a transfer. They had Armando Baycott as that's part big. of that team. And then you add the five stars like a Caleb Love, and then you have a full, complete roster. I wouldn't go to Kentucky. There's no chance. You couldn't give me all the NIL money in the world, and I say this now because no one's giving me any NIL money, but I wouldn't go there. No shot I would go to Kentucky. So this, so the last, you'll, you'll know it when I, when I say it here, um, you'll be remembered. The last Kentucky Natty was 2012. It was the season that they lost Indiana and on the buzzer beater at Assembly Hall. They had the that team. was awesome. Christian Watt, Watford for the Watford. win. Yeah, yep. Watford for the win. They had Oladipo on that team as well. Yes, um, Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller was that on there. Was, nice. was was Yogi Ferrell there yet? Uh, I think he was the year after, after. when Indiana okay. was the number one overall. That's season right. Tournament. That's right. So great team. Uh, this on this 2011-2012 Kentucky team, a lot of names here. Terrence Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Michael Kill- Kid Gilchrist, Deron Lamb, Anthony Davis. Shot. Yeah. Anthony Davis, Marcus Teague, um, and that's pretty much it from... from and that's the thing. Ones. And, and it's, so it's been a decade since Kentucky's won a national championship. And I get it. It's tough to win a national championship in basketball. I completely understand that. And I'm not saying Kentucky needs to win it every year. But with all the talent that they get year in and year out, you have one national championship in a decade. Yeah. Think of all the guys that have come through Kentucky. The Deer and Fox Malik Monk team. Carl Anthony Towns That's went good. undefeated and lost to a senior in Frank Kaminsky. Wisconsin. That was a great final four. Awesome, Wisconsin. I'm pretty sure Sam Decker was on that Sam team, Sam Decker, too. Nigel, Hage was, Nigel Hayes was young. I think that was Nigel Hayes', Hayes freshman year for, for I Wisconsin. I think you're right. And then Sam Decker and um, Frank Kaminsky. That team was awesome. What, what year they would, that get, would that have been? 2015, they got bounced to Duke in the finals with Jaleel Okafor. And, yes. Um, Quinn Cook, a senior. Mm. Bam. Well, well. Uh, let's just we can we can circle this back around to Nebraska when we talk about the one and duns. Not saying Nebraska has the ability to get five star guys that are one and duns every single year like they did with Bryce McGowan's here this past season. But when we talk about what's going to what's it going to take for Nebraska to get back 
or to get to being successful. <laughs> um, Something. It's going to take camaraderie. We we talk about it every single offseason where they can't keep just bringing in transfer after transfer after transfer and expecting it to work on, on, on a flip of a switch. You have to build that camaraderie and the team chemistry and things like that and just that overlap. When we're looking at like this next year, that's why it's so important that a guy like Derek Walker came back. Absolutely. And it's so important that Absolutely. if Trey McGowan's comes back. Trey McGowan's is a guy that's not going to drop 25 points a game. Same story with Derek Walker. But it's just a guy that's been there, been in the league, been at Nebraska, been under Fred Hoiberg for long enough. Absolutely. Like, that can teach younger guys. Bingo. It's, that's, that's the biggest part with, with, like, Derek Walker being a captain, number one, and, and having quite a bit of experience, not only at Tennessee, but also having a significant amount mm-hmm. of experience here at Nebraska. And, and Ray makes a good point, too. He says, plus, when you have a roster full of five-star freshmen, each one of them thinks they're the star, no teamwork. We saw that, what was it, two years ago? Kentucky was, what, 500? Mm-hmm. Missed out on the tournament? It's just one of those things that if you're a guy, if you're this highly coveted, and you can obviously talk on this a lot more than I can about Baylor, Shireman, Nick, because you've yeah. followed him obviously a lot more extensively than I have over the years. If you're a guy like that, and you're transferring from a South Dakota state, you got to imagine his number one goal, I don't know if he's an NBA talent, probably not. No, maybe he is. I would say he is. Um, there, like throughout First the round season, draft pick? I think he needs another year of college. There I think, you go. I think if he, so, I think if he went to the NBA draft this year, he's a second round guy. Okay. Because I know he said that he's keeping his name. He's keeping his name in the NBA, which cool. is what that's where what's interesting. So with a guy like Baylor, and I talked about this on my show, a guy like Baylor, he's. I would not. I would expect him to be a little closer to that June first deadline of the latest that you can keep your name in the draft mm-hmm. or have to take it out. Whereas a guy like Sam Greasel, he entered the draft or you know tested the waters. And then pulled out really quickly because um, there's nothing because there, just yeah. didn't get the, the the you know the the feedback he wanted. So Baylor Shireman's a, a much better talent than Sam Greasel has much better uh, of an opportunity to play at the next level as well. But if you're making this jump from a South Dakota state, wouldn't you imagine his number one? And again, we we don't know. We could probably talk to him at some point and ask him. But mm-hmm. you would imagine if he's transferring, his number one goal is winning. You, There's that you would part. you would think, and Texter says winning would help to get a guy like that. I mean, you look at Brady Manick is a perfect example. He's leaving Oklahoma, which mm-hmm. is normally a tournament team, and lost he goes head coach though, and he lost their head coach. But normally a tournament team, you make the jump to a blue blood. I hate using the blue blood word because we all have different interpretations of blue blood. I'm not getting back into that because I'll have the text line. <laughs> That's right. Hacking the, the text line. And then somebody will tweet at me. And when <laughs> they meant to tweet no. at you, no, I know. No. So we're not going to get into the blue blood, but historically a basketball blue blood program goes to the national championship game. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if he had the, the exact same role as a Brady Manning. That wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. It really wouldn't. Yeah. That's what, and I think that's, what's going to hold, Nebraska back is you've got the NIL he's the hometown kid I get all of that but you brought in a five-star this past season Mm -hmm. and you proved that even with the five-star even the best recruit you've had in program history it wasn't enough for you to get more than three wins in the Big Ten so how much you you can come in you can be the golden child in Nebraska Mm -hmm. are you gonna win probably not so what it comes down to is how much do you value that coming out of the transfer portal? Ooh. I don't know. It, it it it'd be curious. I'd be curious to ask him. Seriously, that's that's loaded because um, it, it would take 
Fred Hoiberg selling Nebraska, right? Like every single year, it's Fred Hoiberg does it every single year. sells sells Nebraska to recruits, sells the facilities to recruits and transfers. And, and let's let's do way too early predictions. Does Baylor Shireman end up in Nebraska? No, I would agree. I, there's there's too many of those quote unquote blue bloods out there that have come to the party. And frankly, I would I, I would actually say that he goes to Creighton over Nebraska. I don't think he's going to go to either. But wouldn't that be something? To go to like, Creighton, if, but like, can we sit here and blame him? No. As as painful as that is to say, as painful as that is to say, could we blame a high profile transfer? According to Jeff Goodman of Stadium, the most coveted transfer in portal history, mm-hmm. Baylor Shireman. Could we blame him for going to Creighton over Nebraska? Because from what we saw this last year. And what we kind of have seen from Greg McDermott's time at Creighton while versus Fred Hoiberg's time at Creighton, or you could even go Tim Miles' time, Creighton is, is leaps and bounds ahead of Nebraska. I I don't think anyone can disagree with that. As as much as it pains me to There's say. There's no way you could possibly disagree with and that. And this is not me trying to like be like, yo, um, I'm a big Creighton fan now. No, I'm not. But you have to, to at some point, somewhat respect what they've done. And now if you're looking at the Big East, who's going to compete with Creighton? Jay Wright's done. They hired some dude from from Fordham, Butler, Butler maybe Marquette. Uh, I have my issues with Marquette. Like this last season was supposed to be Creighton's down year, and I'm not trying to turn this into a, a Creighton like <laughs> fan show. Nick's a Creighton fan. No, I am not. I'm not. I would not categorize myself that way. But this was supposed to be their rebuilding year. You're we right. came into this year You're saying right. Nebraska's going to win against Creighton, and I felt that way. You're right. And I, I still I stand by how I felt about this Nebraska basketball program coming into it. I really think that that loss in overtime against NC State really screwed up mm-hmm. um, the the trajectory of this this season. But like this was supposed to be Creighton's down year, where they were not going to make the 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 NCAA tournament, and they were not going to be successful, and it was coming off of having a new athletic director come into Creighton. Greg McDermott was not was coming in off that whole scandal. They lost that Ty Ty Washington mm-hmm. kid to mm-hmm. Kentucky, who had a good season, mm-hmm. and like great season. Yeah. Greg Greg McDermott at the beginning of this year, there were talks around the state of Nebraska that yeah, he's not going to be the coach. But there's not one place in the co- in the country outside of maybe like you know UNC, obviously with Hubert and and Duke with the the successor to to. Uh, um, Mike Shusevsky, like LSU would take Greg McDermott. I think if, Nebraska was looking for a coach, if, if Nebraska was taking a, uh, looking for a coach, they would take Greg McDermott. As much as they hate to admit it, he wins games and he finds a way He's to win games. A, what a fourth of the salary that Hoiberg exactly. is getting. I, I think they signed him for two point three on that extension. Maybe uh, text line fact check me on that four zero two four six four five six eight five. And once again, I'm not trying to make this a pro Creighton show. I, I hate Creighton. I, I do not enjoy <laughs> watching them. Like, but I think it's funny because they, when they, I first came they to Nebraska, took the number one seed Kansas, the eventual national champion, sh- champion to the brink, to the brink. Probably should have won with, to be without, entirely without, honest. Without one of their best players, and probably should have won that game if yeah. you watched that entire game. He just, like but, Greg McDermott is the definition of a guy that just takes what he has and finds a way to compete with it. I think it's funny because when I first came to Nebraska, I just assumed everyone was kind of on the same page. I was like, ah, like if you're no. a Nebraska fan, you're a Creighton fan. If you're a Creighton fan, you're. I learned very quickly that was wrong. Yeah, 
and, very uh, wrong. And, and I'm glad that's the that's the case because there's some you know fuel to the fire, I suppose, in a, in a sense. But I think you're on completely two different playing fields right now. Unfortunately, I, I think so too. Like, it, it, it's, this, it's not this even a discussion. Season, this last season really showed us. That like leaps and bounds, Creighton is ahead of Nebraska in basketball. After signing your first five star, yeah, and and the having having a a guy in Alonzo Verge who struggled to begin the year, but in the back half really started playing he decent. Did. And you know you had Trey McGowan still who was who was returning, and you could say what you want about Lat. Like you had like <laughs> Nebraska was at this stage. We we had the conversation coming into the season. Oh, yeah, say what you will. Yeah, we had the conversation coming into the season like. Yeah, they have some. They finally have some guys returning. Once again, just to bring it full circle, Kentucky doesn't have success with one and dones. Programs that develop have success. So we're like, I would like Nebraska has a shot to win fifteen games, make us happy. And I said this too to Strick. If I had to choose to be a fan of Nebraska or Kentucky. Even after the season Nebraska had, it would be Nebraska. I agree. How do you root for Kentucky? It's a different team every year. Yeah. Every year, it's just a new set. Yeah, bring him in. They're not going to click it first. Just give it time. But he has a lifetime contract because he won in 2012. <laughs> there They're you go. On that 2012. Hey, but he lost to St. Peter's. He did. Peacock's basketball. Let's go. If you don't like that, if you don't like that. You don't like Peacock's basketball. You don't like St. Peter's Peacock basketball. It's true. <laughs> Is St. Peter's going to be bad now without their coach? I have no idea. And without where Doug? did he go? Where did he go? Seton Hall. Seton Hall. He played that's there. Right. That's awesome. We'll be right back. 93.7 The Ticket. Stay with us.